throughout this pandemic, it's been hard to keep up with loved ones and friends as we've all been forced to socially distance. Many of us have tried to check in with each other to make sure everyone is coping all right. Quick question. When is the last time you checked in with yourself? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Normal. I am your host, Mark Paisant, and I hope you're doing all right. So much going on in the world right now. So much. We're in the middle of an election, president, senate, house. And don't forget, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Just the other day, the United States reached 120,000 new cases in one day, setting a record. And we're probably going to set another one. So we have been forced to socially distance. We have been forced to live our lives a different way. Kids are learning from home. Parents are working from home. We've all been stressed. And we've all heard the same thing from a lot of people. Hey, make sure you're checking in on one another. It's easy through social media, through texting, through phone calls, through emails. It's very easy to check in with each other. We don't do it a lot of the time. We get caught up in our own lives and we seem to just let some things fall by the wayside. But the question I asked at the beginning is how often are you checking in with yourself? Our lives have been turned upside down. In every which way. Emotions are through the roof. People don't know what the next day will look like. Some days are looking like every other day. People are losing jobs. People are, you know, staying away from family members who have different political beliefs. The list really just goes on and on. So this kind of goes back to what I've talked about in the past about treating yourself like you're a friend. We often treat our friends better than we treat ourselves. It's very easy for a lot of us to think about a friend in need or a friend in distress and think that it's just obvious that we should check in with them. Think that it's just obvious that we should call them or text them or a run over to their house and and bring something over and, and just see how they're doing. But then on the flip side of that, a lot of us won't really expect the same from ourselves or really the same from our friends. We'll give our friends passes if they don't check in with us. Oh, they're busy. Oh, they got a lot going on. They've got kids. They've got a job. They've got things they've got to worry about. So we won't give ourselves the same fair chance that we give other people. But why do we not think 
it's important to check in with ourselves. It is ultra important. And I'll be honest, I have to do a better job of checking in with myself more often. But what does it look like? What does it feel like? How can we get better at it? And as with most of the stuff I talk about on the show, there's plenty of resources out there that are available for you. Especially online, especially on Psychology Today. I mean, if you just Google why or how we should check in with ourselves, you can find so much information there. But let's get down to it. Let's ask the first big question. How do I check in with myself? What does it even look like? How does it feel? Well, it's really not that difficult. And if you believe it's difficult, you're probably looking at it in a really, really deep way. Just back up a little bit, take a deep breath, and think about it. When was the last time you sat down without any distractions, without any phone, without any TV, without any Facebook, any Instagram, any Twitter, any social media at all, in a quiet room, and said out loud to yourself, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Mark, how are you feeling? And then in that same conversation, reply to yourself. You know, I feel okay, but I'm a little on edge. I feel anxious. I feel happy. I feel frustrated. And then think about why you feel those ways. Think about if it's something that's going on in your life. If you're upset about the election. If you're anxious about the election. If you're happy that your daughter just read her first book. If you're worried because a loved one has COVID. If you're worried that people that you don't know have COVID. The point is to have an open and honest and deep discussion with yourself. Because remember, we're treating ourselves like a friend. We're treating ourselves like we care about ourselves. So answer that question. And when you answer that question, really note where you are in life. Really note what you're doing. Really note what's going on in your life. You know, one thing that can really kind of mess this up. I don't I don't want to say mess this up. I can't think of anything really else to say can really mess this up is that if we answer that question but we don't fully note where we are and why we feel the way we feel because remember we're trying to check in to see if we should stay in the emotional state that we're in or if we should shift because there is a difference when we're happy when we're joyous when we're feeling good about life We need to learn to stay, to accept that, to enjoy that. Too many times we sabotage our own feelings because we don't believe we're happy. We don't believe we feel good. I do this all the time where I'm genuinely happy about something. I'm genuinely 
joyous about something. A friend got a promotion. My wife got a new job. My kids are excelling in school. And I'm genuinely happy. But I don't think it's authentic. I think this is just something that's not going to last. It's going to pass and I should prepare myself for when the real news comes. For when I mess something up. For when I'm really anxious or depressed or I'm going to be in my real state of mind. Which is self-destructive. For a person like me, and, and if you're like me, we tend to believe that our negative thoughts, our pessimism, that's the real truth. That's our truth. And when we're happy, when we're glad, when we're excited, we think, okay, that this isn't real. This is going to pass. Let me not get too high on this. But we need to shift that thinking. If you live with anxiety or depression, you're constantly in a battle with your feelings, with your brain, about whether or not a feeling is authentic. I've talked about this in previous episodes about how much power our emotions and thoughts have over us. And if we truly think about it, a lot of that is just our negative emotions and thoughts. Our positive emotions really don't have that much power over us because we don't believe them. So when you check in with yourself, note how you feel and note where you are in life. There is a great app that I started using that I want to tell you about real quick. This is not a paid sponsorship or anything like that. But it is not a free app. It's, I mean, it was 99 cents, but it's the Mood Meter. And you can find it on the Google Pay Store or, um, or on iTunes. But uh, it basically asks a quick question. How are you right now? And then you push I feel. And it gives you these quadrants. And there's four different quadrants. High energy, unpleasant. High energy, pleasant. Low energy, unpleasant. Low energy, pleasant. And you click on one how you really feel. So think about that. So we can have either high energy or low energy. That's what you can pick. High energy or low energy. And then you can feel pleasant or unpleasant. And then you click onto one of those. So if you're feeling really good, really excited, and you're just ready for the day and you're good, you, of course, would pick high energy, pleasant. If you're kind of blah, you know, you're sluggish today, but you're actually you feel pretty good, you pick, you know, low energy, pleasant. And then you go into those quadrants and then it have more specific feelings. And I try to do this, you know, once a day, once every few days, just to check in with myself to see how I'm feeling. And then you can go back and kind of see how your days have progressed. I think it's good. It's very simple. It gives you a way to check in easily. It doesn't take a lot of time because what we're talking about is not a lot of time each day. We're talking about a couple of minutes. You know, you can do this with your mindful meditation and note how you're feeling. You know, meditation, 
is tough for me because I get sidetracked and I don't think it's working. And then I, I, I stopped meditating for a few days and I got back to it and I think, man, this is great. I should meditate some more. But it's good to do that. We are not talking about a lot of time. So think about this. What if I told you that three to five minutes could change how your friend is doing on a particular day? It could take them from having a negative experience and at least making it neutral. It may be able to make it a positive experience, but three to five minutes of your day could really help a friend out. Would you do it? Most of us would say yes to that. So, in the flip side to that, is what if I told you three to five minutes in a day could help you out? Changes the thinking. But it's the same, really. We need to really prioritize ourselves Because at the end of the day, at the end of all this, at the end of the week, when everything is shut down and and it's just us, we're really the ones we got to take care of. So we've talked a little bit about the why, a little bit about the how. I just want to lay out a picture for everyone. I want to make it clear as day what this looks like. So I kind of break it into two different categories. And this is me. So um, like I do most episodes, I have to remind people I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist, I am not a medical professional. I just give you my experiences and and what has worked for me in the past. Um, And believe me, on many occasions, my therapists have talked to me about checking in with myself. So this is the kind, the two groups I break it into, either checking in light or checking in regular. And it's pretty obvious to me, but I'll, I'll go through the two. So checking in light is just really quickly checking in. Wherever you are in your day, whether you're at work, you're at home, you're out for a run, you're at the gym, wherever you are, just taking 30 quick seconds to stop what you're doing and think about how you're feeling. Note the time, note the date, whatever. Think about how you're feeling. It will look something like this. You know, say for instance, you have a busy schedule. You have to get to work, you have to get the kids to school, you have to get the dry cleaning, you have to go to the grocery store, run some errands, all that good stuff. You have a full day, you have meetings, blah, blah, blah. And you get in your car 
after one of your meetings, you're getting your car after one of your errands, and you're about to rush off to get the kids, you're about to rush off to get your wife or your husband or whatever, get dinner, and you stop for 30 seconds before you turn that car on, before you put you know, the radio on or whatever you're listening to, Spotify, my podcast, Anchor, whatever. And you sit there for 30 seconds and you ask yourself how you're feeling. And you think about it. And your answer could be something like, I am just, I'm really tired right now. I've done so much today and I just can't wait to get to my bed tonight. I just want to go to sleep. And you just take a few deep breaths And that's it. That's it. That's checking in light. But Mark, that that's not going to do much. That's not going to do anything. Again, I asked the question, what if I told you that you can make a quick 30-second phone call, quick one-minute phone call to a loved one, to a friend, and say, hey, how's it going? And they reply to you, man, I am just, I'm so exhausted. I've done so much today. And I, man, I I just, I have so much to do. It's just one of those days. I wish I had more hours in my day. And you say to that friend, hey, it sounds like you've had a tough day. You know what? I'm here for you. You know, if you want to chat later. Give me a call, send me a text, shoot me an email. I can come over, have a glass of wine, have a scotch if you're me. But I just want you to know I'm I'm thinking about you. I'm just checking in on you. I want to make sure you're okay. How would that feel? I tell you what, if I was having a busy day that was anxiety producing and I was just, man, I'm tired. And someone texted me and said, hey, man, thinking about you. Hope you're doing okay. Let me know if you need anything. That would would change my day. I would think, man, that person really cares about me. And I'm not just speaking off of things that have not happened. This has actually happened to me. You know, Lawton Swan, the creator and host of the podcast and, and, and show Clemson Sports Talk, We've he's been on this show and he's done this exact thing. My wife has done it. Andy Heck, who's been on this show, has done it. I had friends this weekend do it. Every, I mean, I have good people in my life who have done this and I do the same for them. So again, treat yourself like you deserve the attention. And then we have check-in regular, which is tougher, but I tell you what, for me, if I learn to master this, I think I will be a lot better off for it. This is what it looks like. So this is actually scheduling time during your day, during your week, that you set aside that you're going to be mindful and check in with yourself. I would like this to include some sort of journaling, some sort of note-taking, 
maybe use like I do use a Google sheet where I just have a running list of, of me checking in where you just write down you physically write down or you physically type out how are you feeling today how are you feeling right now personally I don't think the question should be how am I feeling because I really want people to understand you're treating yourself like a friend so Mark how are you feeling right now and then take five to ten minutes I would take the first few minutes to think about it don't just start writing down think about it and then take a few minutes to write it down to journal it to type it out today honestly I feel pretty good the sun is out my kids are healthy I think I had a good productive weekend didn't do as much as I would like to do but I kind of had a lazy Sunday you know my kids were happy they got in trouble a little bit on Friday but overall we had a good weekend they got to see their their aunt they got to go to a toy store Overall, I'm a little low energy because it's a Monday morning. But I feel pretty good. Do you see how that could possibly help you? You know, saying that out loud definitely helped me. And then from there, you want to get into like a regular routine if you can. Now, I call it checking in regular, but it is not that easy. Anybody listening to this who have tried this, you a lot of us know we have done a not such a great job of keeping this schedule. And for me, I will find every excuse under the sun not to be able to journal or check in with myself. I will find every excuse under the sun to check in with friends, but not myself. So, another huge reason why it is important to check in with yourself is it because it really puts things into perspective. And that's what a lot of this is about. We give so much power to things that are small compared to other things. We give so much power to a negative or what we perceive as a negative. Oh man, I totally forgot to call this person. They're, they're going to think I'm horrible. Oh, I t- oh my my friend just, just had a kid and, and I totally forgot to send them something. They're going to hate me. But on the flip side of that, We'll get a promotion. We'll get a raise. 
Our kids will excel in school. And we won't bat an eye of how extraordinary that is. What checking in does, and if you do it regularly, if you note it, if you go back and you review it, you may start to see a pattern. You may start to see a trend. And anybody who's a leader of people, anybody who manages people, anybody who takes time out of their day to volunteer and coach, knows that a lot of the stuff we work on with the people we lead is due to trends. You know, good leaders won't give too much attention to anomalies. Oh, you were selling this many items for a year and then you had a down month. A good leader will see that as an anomaly and they'll know that they can expect things to to quickly pick up again. But what will happen is that a good leader, when someone is doing well and they start trending down for two months, for three months, it gets to six months. Hopefully before then, they'll sit down and have a conversation with that person and ask them you know, how they're doing, what's going on. I've seen this trend and I want to make sure you're all right. So what checking in allows us to do is notice trends in our thinking. Because if you go back and read your journaling, read your checking in notes, and for some reason you felt crummy or or low or bad the last few months, and then you go back and you see, man, I've had a really good three months. I've worked out often. I've connected with friends. I've done well at my job. And you're like, wait a second. I'm actually a successful person. I am actually good at what I do. I am way too hard on myself. That is a major possibility of what could come out of checking in with yourself. But... We have to talk about the flip side. There's some things that people can do to better themselves. You know, reduce the amount they drink, quit drugs, start therapy, go for a walk for 30 minutes a day. If we go back in our journaling and we see that six months ago we said we were going to limit the amount of money we spent on food and alcohol, if we said we were going to limit the amount of time we spend with negative people, if we said we were going to start looking for a job or a career that utilizes my skill set better, and we keep procrastinating and procrastinating, then guess what we have to do? And checking in allows us to do this. We have to hold ourselves accountable. I hold myself accountable a little too much on the negative side. 
But this is from my experience, and this is solely from my experience. I don't want to speak for anybody else. But when I consistently journal, when I'm consistently mindful, when I consistently check in with myself, whether it's light or regular, I'm a better person. I don't procrastinate as often. I hold myself accountable. And I have a much better outlook on life. So maybe you get something out of this. Maybe you've been thinking about journaling. The cool thing about journaling, I'm gonna be honest with you right now, this <laughs> this is probably for me, maybe for you, is go out and get a really cool journal. Something that you really like, whether it's a you know a notebook or a notepad. Get it, whatever color you like, get some stickers, put some stickers on there, put you know, the green ribbon sticker for mental health. Do whatever you put your favorite sports team on there. Whatever you do, make it something you enjoy picking up each day. Get a pen that writes really smoothly. You know, go to CVS or Walgreens or Walmart, whatever, and, and spend the extra few bucks on a pen that you really like and keep them together next to a place you're ev- you are every day. On your desk, on your nightstand, at the kitchen table. And make it an event. Make it something you want to do every day. This can be fun. Make it fun. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. And maybe after you finish this episode, sit down for 30 seconds. Ask yourself, how am I doing? Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisan. And as always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.